Welcome to Decrypt, Asia's first blockchain and cryptocurrency podcast. I'm your host, Tushar. Each week, we take a deep dive into the Asian blockchain scene with investors, technologists, and industry insiders. Go to decrypt.asia to subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Telegram to join in the discussions. Welcome to the show, George. Thanks, Tushar. Good to be here. Before we dig into what you're building, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background and your journey in the blockchain space? Sure, sure. Um, my journey into blockchain actually starts uh, many years ago uh, in art, <laughs> which is a long way from, um, from blockchain. But um, that was, uh, we, uh, my co-founder and I um, started a, an art startup online here in Australia called Blue Thumb. And... Uh, we grew that into uh, what is now the, the largest online um, marketplace for fine art in, in Australia. And um, that was about seven years ago. And while we we're growing it, um, we got interested in email because it was, it was kind of our second most important uh, revenue and acquisition channel. And there really was a, a lack of tools out there that really uh, did smart stuff with email. There's, there's a lot of good tools for just sending kind of fairly, fairly dumb newsletters, but um, we were interested in sending better content, like one-to-one content. And so we ended up having to build our own tool to do this, which was another company that we spun off um, called, called SmarterMail um, that my co-founder Phil and I spun off. And so that's kind of where we got into email a, a fair few years ago. Um, and yeah, we, we've been on this mission to improve email since then, I guess we, we sort of want to see email done better. It, um, it's actually the oldest kind of online communication medium, um, dating, dating back about 46 years and it hasn't really changed that much. And so we've kind of been, been on this mission to improve email and concurrently we've, um, we've been interested in crypto from the sidelines for many years, um, just kind of like casually Bitcoin holders for a couple of years um, and, and Ether. And it was actually when we saw the, the Brave browser last year where they, they have this idea of the attention economy and, and giving users of a tool like Brave actually some value back for their eyeballs if, if they look at an ad or click on an ad. And that whole attention economy um, idea really kind of resonated with us too. Um, and we kind of had this, this spark of, of, you know, maybe we can apply that, that concept but to the emails that are already being sent on, on our platforms. And so that's where we got to Sendy. And, we, yeah, we, we started uh, seriously scoping out what we'd build and writing our white paper um, in January of this year. Interesting. So is Smarter Mail still running? It is. It's still running. It's still growing. Um, and yeah, we, we also have another email business called Syndicate, which is um, a very simple email newsletter tool. And um, that has been around for many years and it kind of does really nice design emails uh, in a really simple way um, and nothing, nothing much else. And okay. both of those email companies are still running. And the, the advantage it, uh, it gives us building Sendy is apart from kind of, I guess, uh, you know, having having a, an understanding of the space from from already having built stuff on it, um, it does give us some scale to get Sendy out there 
um, quickly when, when, when it goes live. Right. And so for our listeners who may not know about Smarter Mail or Syndicate, could you tell us a little bit more about what your traditional businesses are? Yeah, they're, um, like I said, Syndicate's just a, a kind of simple email newsletter tool. Um, people might be familiar with comp- competing tools out there like, um, you know, Campaign Monitor or MailChimp, tools like that. It's, it's a tool, yeah, for sending email newsletters. And Smarter Mail uh, sends, kind of like the name suggests, smart emails uh, for e-commerce. So it plugs into e-commerce stores and it pulls in all of the e-commerce data and it lets uh, e-commerce stores send um, one-to-one emails based on a machine learning stack of recommended products for, uh, for their individual customers. So that's sort of the whole idea of us trying to push email forward for the last few years has been um, a big problem with, with email and, and there's big, big problems I'll go into a bit later with, with what's happening in email in general at the moment. But one problem has been content um, it's not personalized. It's sort of boring. It's blasted out to everyone. And, you know, people aren't engaging or opening because it, it's, it's not relevant to them. Um, other types of marketing online have, have fixed this problem and email just hasn't. And so we, we sort of built Smart Mail to try and improve that, fix that problem. Um, and Sandy takes that one step further for us as well. But what do you think of email marketing in general? I mean, in general, my inbox has been flooded with so many things that I have absolutely no time to go through unless the content of those emails is something that is very, very interesting for me or I'm getting a massive discount or something or there's a massive deal going on. But, you know, today those things can be distributed via social media platforms as well. So, you know, since you're in the business, I'm not sure what you make of Obviously, you'd be a supporter of email marketing, but do you think it still works? Out of spam, which is like completely untargeted or, or just unsolicited email, is, is rising. Um, and 59% of all the emails sent around the world is spam. Um, and that's, that's a big problem. But in general, yeah, people aren't opening email as much because of this problem with spam, but also because of um, there's sort of less incentive to engage in it. And so one thing that Sendy um, improves is uh, that engagement piece. So as, as, a, as a customer, you know, you might just say you're using Gmail to read your emails as an inbox. You, you notice tabs, you'll see a primary tab, tab and a promotions tab. That promotions tab is, is really kind of out of sight and the, the you know, Half the time, I know personally, I'm just on my primary tab, I'll go to promotions and I'll scan it for something that catches my eye. All those emails in there, I've signed up for and I do want to hear from those brands at some point, but I don't, I don't have a, as big an incentive to open them. And so with Sendy, we're, we're trying to give back just a, a small reward for your, for your eyeballs, for your attention, for opening those emails that you've signed up for, but you're kind of going by the wayside. Right. And um, are there any other problems that exist within the email space or within the email marketing space currently beyond what you just mentioned? You kind of touched upon a couple um, in what you just mentioned, but beyond that, is there anything else? Uh, certainly. So obviously spam rates going up is a problem. Um, engagement rates going down is a problem as well. 
Um, and for us, the, the third thing is, it, in, in other forms of, of um, marketing online, so if you're, for example, you're, you're doing search engine marketing, you're buying search ads, or, or you're doing marketing on social, there's an equilibrium on these channels where you have to pay as a marketer an appropriate amount to reach a smaller targeted audience. It's actually quite expensive to do it. And so they've kind of got to this equilibrium with, with price. In email, that doesn't happen. And so you have this effect of misaligned incentives where, yes, people sign up to your email list, but they're trusting you as a marketer to send appropriately, to send them just once a week or send you know, the right content. But that can be abused and some people do that and really sometimes they treat their subscribers like a free resource, like oxygen and just send and send and send until they disengage or, or unsubscribe or hit spam. And so that kind of misalignment of incentives has never been fixed and, and it's been around for the 46 years that emails existed. But what Sandy does is it puts a smaller, it's small price on that, on that attention, on that engagement. So as a marketer, you pay a small loading to attach Sandy to your emails, the normal emails you're sending. But as a subscriber, when you choose to engage, when you open that email, you'll click or, or you go and do something on their site once you clicked it, you're going to get a reward. You're going to get those Sandy as a reward. And what it does is it, is it gives, it sort of realigns the incentives where the people who are giving you the value at the other end as a marketer are getting rewarded for it. And yeah, it's this kind of positive, um, yeah, the, the attention economy is the, the, the current sort of term for it. But yeah, it helps realign incentives, which has really been missing in email. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and so you've mentioned a couple of stakeholders that exist in your ecosystem. You mentioned the email subscriber which is everyday people, you've got the email marketers, and the final piece is the email service providers. So you've talked about the subscribers and the marketers. Could you tell, talk about how the service providers are gonna interact with Sendy? Sure. So, so they, are, you know, they, they are the sort of the company that you, um, you engage with as, as a marketer, or just say a brand. You're a brand doing email marketing, you actually can't do email marketing from a normal, say, Hotmail or Gmail account because if you try and send more than a hundred or a couple of hundred emails, you're going to get um, filtered and blocked. So that's why email service providers exist. They're this third-party service that help you send larger amounts of email and you get better data back and analytics and all that stuff. And so those guys um, plug into Sendy. So Sendy is an API for them. And what um, Sendy allows them to do is to give their customers, and their customers are actually the companies or brands doing the email marketing, give their customers access to Sendy so that they can attach Sendy to their emails. And so, you know, if, if I'm putting on my sort of growth hat as a, you know, startup growth person, um, it, growing Sendy for us is, is not um, a B2C a sort of growth um, path. It's actually, it's B2B and um, it is just speaking to more email service providers and getting them to integrate with the Sendy API. And um, we've designed Sendy uh, to give them an incentive to want to join. There's a natural one because these, uh, these companies care about open engagement rates. It's really important for them. 
Um, so including Sandy should and um, and uh, so it should uh, give them better engagement rates naturally, which is great for them. Um, but also there's there's a there's an asset contract uh, whenever Sandy moves around the ecosystem, and one percent is is taken off as a fee, and part of that fee actually goes back to anyone who's integrated uh, with Sandy as a sort of ongoing incentive for them to, um, to help grow the Sandy network too. All right. Um, sounds good. So I'm just curious, what are the biggest email service providers today? Uh, the biggest sort of ESP, like I mentioned, is, yeah. is Mailchimp. And um, it's, Sorry, it's hard to know. Say that again? Sorry, could you say that again? The, the biggest ESP, so the biggest email service provider is Mailchimp. Oh yeah, okay. um, and and they have a significant a sort of chunk of of the whole email market, um, and incidentally, uh, they they're seemingly anti-crypto, <laughs> so uh, they've changed their T's and C's, and and they have kicked off a couple of um, uh, crypto senders more recently. Yeah. I, actually, I wouldn't say they're anti-crypto, but they they certainly, um, you know, they don't seem to be actively embracing it. Um, However, a, a lot of the uh, the smaller ESPs that we chat with are kind of the opposite and, and are really, really interested in Sendy. All right. That's interesting. Uh, so you mentioned um, about the 1% fee going back to uh, anyone who's integrated with Sendy. And I'm assuming you're, you were talking about your token. So let's, let's talk a little bit about uh, the, the token and the role that it plays in the ecosystem. Um, so could you elaborate? So we talked about the three stakeholders that exist. Could you elaborate on how the token um, actually plays a role for each of these stakeholders and how do you align the different incentives um, that these three stakeholders have? Sure. Yeah, of course. So there, there's a Sendy token and um, that's, that's ERC20 based on Ethereum. Um, and that is the token that is sent around the network. So that is the token that is attached effectively to the emails that go out. And that token is earned by subscribers when they engage with emails. And at a sort of higher level, as an email marketer or a brand, um, for example, say I'm selling, you know, t-shirts, you know, I've got a t-shirt store here. Um, and, I, and I send a blast out to my email list of 20,000 um, subscribers. Um, I can choose how many Sendy to attach to that, to that blast as a reward. And um, I can also choose where the reward is, is uh, placed for the subscriber, what action actually gets the reward. So I, I might want to incentivize just people opening the email and reading it or maybe I want to incentivize them to click through to my website, or I might, as I just say I'm selling t-shirts, say I've got a new, uh, a launch a new product range, and I actually want to incentivize people for when they go to the, the new product page. And so you can just put in a custom URL and say this is, this is how people will earn Sendy, and send the email, it goes to all my subscribers, and say 35% open it, and um, uh, you know, 10% click it and then 3% make it through to that new t-shirt page. Well, depending on how I've set my reward stakes, um, all those people after 24 hours, we sort of calculate um, the engagement and then we automatically uh, assign those tokens to all those subscribers' uh, hot wallets. And the one point I'd make here is that 
a lot of subscribers, you know, at the moment, uh, the two companies that we started, they, they send over a billion emails a year. And most of the people receiving these emails are not actually going to be people who hold crypto and may not really have paid much attention apart from the odd headline here and there. And so their experience with crypto is going to be super limited. So we've designed the hot wallets and designed the sort of the whole front end of Sendy to be super simple, super user friendly, and actually not talk about uh, crypto as much as um, a reward because um, a lot of people will not be familiar with crypto or hot wallets. They won't have um, trading accounts, but they, they will be familiar with some sort of reward program, you know, airline miles, supermarkets, etc. And so that's really what our front end our UI and UX is based around. Right. Interesting. So especially the hot wallet bit, I mean, I would be very keen to uh, find out how that exactly works. As, yeah, as a user, sure. like what, what would the customer journey be like of, of accessing this wallet? Sure. So let's assume, um, uh, Tusha, you're, you're getting emails from a couple of dif different senders who are all using Sendy on their emails. Um, you will get the normal emails you're getting from them. They won't look any different except at the bottom. And on the footer, often right now when you get um, a marketing email, you'll notice a, a logo at the bottom where it might say sent from smarter mail or sent from, you know, campaign monitor. Yep. And in, in that footer um, next to the logo, it will actually have a Sendy logo with um, buying and, and a little note by engaging with this email event, Sendy, your current balance for, you know, to share at gmail.com is 32 Sendy click here to redeem. And that will be on the footer of these emails. And, what that is, is kind of just a growth flywheel. It's the original kind of viral growth flywheel for email that, that happened back in the day with Hotmail. And what it gives you as a subscriber is an idea of how many sender you're earning, even if you haven't finished, finished setting up your hot wallet. And you get a few more of these emails, you might see your balance going up a little bit. You click on that link, you go straight through to the hot wallet setup page where you finish setting up. Um, you know, set up a password, set up two-factor uh, authentication, and then you have you have a wallet with your Sendy in there. Um, and we're, yeah, we're sort of we're still working on um, testing the, the the whole sign-up setup process, but it's along the, the sort of all the back end is is built. We're really just sort of trying to get the 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 flow with the least amount of friction possible. So yeah, right. That's uh, that's really interesting stuff. Uh, so the other aspect that you mentioned uh, just a little while ago was engagement. Um, so you mentioned that using the Sendy platform, there'll be increased engagement from the email subscribers. How do you ensure increased engagement? I mean, what if there are just bots or even just humans clicking on emails or even like doing the actual action of going to a particular website or going to the product page just to earn tokens and not actually... Mm you know, getting to a point of um, the desired action from the marketer's perspective. Yeah. No, it's, it's, that's a good point. And um, there's sort of two parts there, you know, anticipating bots and gaming the system. Um, of course, of course we anticipate that. Um, and yeah, it's just a matter of, of building smarter tools to, to detect that. We already have um, in, uh, subscriber scores, 
um, for for um, for our the our two ESPs that sort of look at how people engage with how people from a certain email address engage to try and weed out fake accounts and bots and things like that. And so it's a matter of sort of scaling that up and building out that more. Um, and obviously that will they'll come with time as well and then more users on the platform, the more sort of the more work will go into it. But yeah, we kind of, we do have a bit of a head start um, on that side of things. And with, yeah, how, how do you make sure it's the right traffic, you're incentivizing the right people? So email, email is still, especially in the West, but around the world, is still an incredibly important um, marketing channel for anyone online who sort of does business or has a blog. Because what it does is it re-engages the people who already know you. And, you know, if, you, if you've been in e-commerce, you, you know that people who've already bought from you or subscribed from you and know you spend more, are easier to get back to your site and are more, way more valuable for you than someone brand new. So any opportunity you can to re-engage the people who already know you, um, it is, um, sorry, I've got a little alarm going off here. <laughs> any, any opportunity or anything that re-engages the people who are already on that email list um, has, has a good value, like has a real value. Um, and, Yes, some people will be engaged to sort of click through just because they know they're earning Sendy, but they have still clicked through to your site and this is real traffic and real people who signed up your list. So, yeah, there, there will be a little bit of, of sort of people perhaps, oh, maybe I'm just going to earn some, some Sendy and I'll go through. But then you have these people on your site. So it's kind of, it, it gives you that opportunity straight away to engage them because I've gone through. Right. Um, so, how how does your current business how does your current business fit into the whole ecosystem along with Sendy coming in? I mean, it, it, will there be some sort of conflict of interest, or like how how, how are you guys set up? Yeah, it's it's completely arm's length. Um, so there's sort of no crossover of ownership or anything like that. Sandy is set up as a foundation. It's uh, it's not for profit, um, and Sandy sits above any ESP as a sort of it's an API. It's like a it's a platform layer, and so it's a cool tool for say Smarter Mail because it helps Smarter Mail with their engagement. But the whole point of Sandy is to be completely platform agnostic and to integrate with as many ESPs around the world that, that it can. Because, you know, for, for any, anyone sending email marketing, better engagement is, is a big win. So, yeah, it, it, is, it is arm's length from all the other stuff we've done. All right. And, and where are you with your developments with Sandy uh, currently? Any, any particular item on your roadmap over the next three to six months or longer? Yeah, so um, we've sort of built out the back end and some of the UI on the front. It's still looking a little bit ugly and we need to do a bunch of user testing now because, um, you know, we, we, we're going to have something live in market. Our MVP is actually going to be live and kicking by the end of this year. So, um, yeah, we're kind of in heads down polish user testing kind of mode at the moment uh, to get to get that uh, sort of version 0.1 out live and and um, and attached to emails 
All right, that sounds great. Uh, so before we wrap up, is there anything else that you would like to mention that we may not have talked about in the last half an hour or so? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, I'll just mention the the fact that we are um, we're kind of opening up a pre-sale for the Sendy token sale. Um, so if if you're interested, if if you like the idea of kind of moving email forward, <laughs> um, which we're pretty passionate about. Uh, yeah, just just check out the website. Go to sendy.network and or jump on our Telegram and and yeah, check it out. All right, awesome. I guess that's a good note to end the interview on. Well, thank you, George, for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks, Tisha. Thanks a lot for having me. And yeah, hopefully, I'll see you uh, at Consensus. Absolutely. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Telegram, and subscribe to our newsletter on Decrypt Asia. This is your host, Tashar. Thank you for listening.